Hello and welcome to the movie podcast that asks one question and one question only. Are you movie mad? I'm Andrew Jones and I'm asking the question. And I'm Johnny Ellis and I'm answering the question. He's answering the question. Is his name Johnny Ennis or Johnny Ellis? Because he almost <laughs> said Johnny Ellis. And if you'll be, jo- if you'll be Johnny Ellis, I can't say joining us and Johnny Ellis, that's not a thing. Gosh darn it. Words are hard. They really are. And well, we, I left you with a mystery last yeah. week. I left I'm everyone still, a mystery. I'm still perplexed. This is an ultimate mystery movie because yeah. you don't know. The audience doesn't know. Are you Only not going to tell me and I'm just going to have to guess at what I think random... very quickly you'll <laughs> guess what it is when you see the film. Because it'll, I think it probably just says it right at the start. We'll just say, you know, this is the film. This is the plot. This is the end. It's not this is the end. Because this is the end is great. And I think you've already seen it. Yes. Exactly. Because you're smart enough to know that film starring Jay Baruchel must be seen. Full stop. <laughs> what was that? You dipped your head. Go on, explain why you wouldn't go and see every Jay Baruchel film in the world. Die Hard 4? Am I wrong in thinking he was in that, right? No, you're thinking of Justin Long. Justin Long. Why the, who's and Jay Baruchel? Jay Baruchel was the Canadian one from the group of... You know when you see Knocked Up? Have you seen Knocked Up? No. Right. Ah. We're going to have to re-record. You're going to show me Knocked Up now. Have you seen... <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me. So in This Is The End, the guy who's coming over to hang out with Seth... And then they go to the party. Right. I think I... The awkward guy oh, who right, speaks yeah. like this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Pick up from... I am right in mixing them up. They do look quite similar. They're pale white thin yeah. guys. That's yeah. about it. Exactly. But Jay Baruchel's infinitely more than Justin Long. Speaking I love Justin of... Long, but Jay Baruchel. Speaking of white, that DVD case is still just a white cover. It's a white sleeve. I turned it inside out because yeah. I wanted to create the mystery... So I can hand you over. So this is we we watched recently Con Air, yeah, Wild Wild West, yeah, and Little Shop of Horrors, yeah. And I think for all three of those films, you can say they're not planted in reality. They're very silly. And they're you goofy. mean they're not true stories? They're not taken off of the uh, back of newspapers. It's oh. not like Law and Order. <laughs> so we're watching the Law and Order. We're watching Law and Order S for you guys. <laughs> And I don't know how to tell you this, but like last week, we were talking about Robin Williams and Blackface. I am <laughs> Ice-T, and I'm here to say, I like to rap in an Ice-T way. I, I, I'm not proud of myself. I will hand over this case I am just, after a lot of... I'm so excited to find out what it dramatic is. Dramatic <laughs> pauses. You're evil. And ask you, evil. before I hand you over... This case, Johnny. One final guess. Anything, even a realm of subject. Uh, right, it's going to be grounded in reality. I'm thinking it's a documentary. Um, I am thinking Roger and Me or something like that. Okay. Something from his. Uh, from Roger and Me's over. Yeah. Who Who do you like better, Roger or Me? Roger. You bastard! <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> I'm just a man standing in front of you asking you to podcast. Well, Roger would have handed me the DVD by now. Roger wouldn't do that. I've seen what Roger did. You know, he almost murdered someone. <laughs> almost. Eh? Almost murdered. He was framed. It was a frame-up. <laughs> Come on. Everyone knows that. I'll take you to Toontown. Can I just I'll see the DVD finally? i cartoon <laughs> car. Hand it to me, please. This is, this, is, this is just painful. Come on, I need to see what it is. Okay. 
I don't want to let go. I don't want to let go. I don't want to let go. Right. Close your eyes. <laughs> Give me your hand. Grizzly man. Oh, wow. Okay. Grizzly man. Right. You're going to watch a Herzog. I think this is going to be my first Herzog. Ah, your first song. My first song. I think this was my first song. So it is a documentary, right? It is. It's a documentary. I don't know. From is that Werner Herzog standing in front of a bear today him he loves him? From what I recall, it's a documentary, even though I've not seen it. But... You can now take off the sleeve and have a look at the back. Now you've now I've spoiled it for you by showing you the reveal. You don't have to twist it around and look at it. Okay. Oh, now I'm we're gonna, wasting time put it back and making it's... more noise and no one can really sit through because it's just paper shuffling. Listen. Yeah, but we've got... Um, devoted Foley! Fans. Like got... my favourite kids in the hall. We've Dave. got devoted fans at this point, so they'll sit through anything. Well, no, they're committed fans because they're in a mental asylum. <laughs> don't close it as well. Shall I it? Yes. <laughs> One man spent the last 13 years of his life crossing them, the boundaries. In sorry, The first line was, in nature there are boundaries. One man spent the last 13 years of his life crossing them. In nature there are boundaries. <laughs> One man spent the last 13 years of his life crossing them. Or inspiring, it really has to be seen to be believed. Five stars, says Empire. Empire gave me a five stars. But then they were the same magazine that gave Suicide Squad four stars. So. Dan Jolin is a crazy man, and I think I respect him more than Klaus Kinski. There's pictures of bears in the back. The bears will eat us all like a crazed Venus flytrap in a shop full of musical numbers. I'm trying I I... I'm pretty sure this is going to be my first, my first song. Except, well, except for Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher, yeah. Everybody knows I had all probably, of my fingers and thumbs to get that role. I'm, I'm assuming it would have been better if he directed Katie, as well. It would have been amazing, because we would not spend time with anybody, but Tom Cruise standing on the corner of the street, <laughs> pondering if he is meant to be there. So. Or if perhaps he is meant to kill John Voight at some point later on. He's we got will it. never know. He's narrating this, right? Because I've heard so much about his voice. Like, I've ben seen Hedgehog it in Jack Reacher. doesn't Reacher. narrate. No? He does not narrate. He doesn't narrate? He doesn't narrate. He talks. He talks. <laughs> he is like the most sophisticated podcaster. He will talk <laughs> and talk. <laughs> and. Und. Talk. Nine. So there I'm, is no German necessary here. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. It's about a guy who lived with bears for thirteen years, and then he fucked them hard. Maybe that's how it ends. Maybe so. A thrilling climax had by all. It's a fifteen, so he you know might it's not... got sex in it. <laughs> <laughs> he might not die per se, or if he does, it's off screen. Um the Hedgehog is yet to die. I do not believe it will well, be. Well no, not not Werner Hedgehog, but the guy that he's the grizzly man. Yeah. The man made of grizzly parts. He is like Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> he is just a man made of bear. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. <laughs> it is alive, he screams. <laughs> he looks into his claw and he understands why he is part nature, part man. What is he really? May he ever know. May we ever know. 
and Werner Herzog, and welcome to Top of the Pops. <laughs> Coming in at number 40, it is Ocean Color Scene, with Zenu Hit, I am still here, love me. I've just got Werner will fix it. Ah, 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 that is my laugh. <laughs> I will smoke a cigar and touch a child. <laughs> it will be a very thrilling experience. I will do it once and then regret it. But I will use it for later influences. Can I now ask you what is Pokemon Go? <laughs> How does one catch a Pikachu? <laughs> Jonathan, will you answer these? How does one catch Pikachu? Yeah. When I... Catch one, I'll let you know. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> there will be further installments in this story. I think you just have to walk into electric pylons. Yeah, I'm okay with this. <laughs> if you live close to the edge, you'll live more than you'll <laughs> ever live in your life. And if you overstep the boundaries, if you cross the boundaries for 13 years... Then Klaus Kinski will come and try and kill you. He is my best fiend. <laughs> This is nothing for you. Yep. You have no concept. I know the voice, but that's that about is it. That is that. Yep. Shall I talk about chickens? <laughs> they are stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting into one which was an That is stupid! <laughs> Sorry. I've got to stop because I will do that for a while. <laughs> that is my personal problem. So, <laughs> I, I'm going to start writing down predictions now because I was just doing something okay. stupid. Grizzly Man... Right, it's so about it's about a guy who has Gary. lived thirteen years. Bear, thirteen. Yeah, thirteen years. Guy lived, lived bear thirteen. Lived over bear. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got it down. I know our sentence work structure. Yeah, that's about all I've got. He's not gonna die. No, gonna. <laughs> D I, E. <laughs> um, Is he gonna perform breakout hit rap? No, My name's Grizzly so. Man and I'm here to say it's fun to live in a bear-like way. I am very... That's all I've got, I think, for now. Okay. Right, well, don't look at the back. Yeah, no, so I was just looking at the pictures I wasn't reading. I don't know how to. Look at the bears. There is the bears. There's two bears there. Maybe one of them is a Grizzly Man. We do not know. That's just after it. Maybe in Goldilocks. There's only one. There's only two bears. Yeah. What happened to baby bear? He's sleeping. Oh, he's too soft. <laughs> he doesn't partake in the violence enough, baby bear. But his food, Goldilocks, just right. <laughs> well, we're gonna go and watch Grizzly Man. Yes. And then I'll be excited to hear your impression. <laughs> God, I don't know whether I'll be able to do it, but we'll see. After an hour and a half of Werner Herzog, <laughs> you will be able to do a Werner Herzog impression. <laughs> That's how. That's just the law. <laughs> and you know what? You know what Rob Schneider says. I am the law. <laughs> Rob Schneider is Judge Dredd. That I would watch. But first, Grizzly Man. What? Rob Schneider plays Judge Dredd, doesn't he? <laughs> I've not seen the film. I just know Rob Schneider's in a film called Judge Dredd. I assume no one else famous is in it, so he's Judge Dredd. Is that the original? I've not yeah, seen the original. Adam Sandler and, uh, and Rob <laughs> Schneider. Our judges dread and death, and that's how the uh, judge dread versus death came about. 
and it was a Harry Madison production. <laughs> he was like, you can do it! Be judge, jury, and executioner! Brilliant. Right, sorry, man. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Expedition 2001, I came here and protected the animals as best I could. In fact, I'm the only protection for these animals out here. Animals rule, Timothy conquered. He tended to want to become a bear. Most times, I'm a kind warrior out here. Occasionally, I am challenged. And in that case, the kind warrior must, must, must become a samurai. I think he had lost sight of what was really going on. Or he got what he was asking for, he got what he deserved. Come here and try to do what I do, you will die. You will die here. We need more rain! Melissa is eating her babies! Ah, oh, Timothy, I'm getting a bad feeling about you. I can smell death all over my fingers. I will die for these animals, I will die for these animals, I will die for these animals. Busy man. That was... So he did die. Very somber ending. Yeah. Very, very disquieting when you think about it. Just you're in that kind of now in that zone of like, ah, hmm. Ah. He's a fascinating character. Hmm. Timothy Treadwell. Yeah. Or Werner Herzog. Timothy Treadwell. Oh, okay. I mean, Werner is always Werner fascinating. Is always. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I honestly, I didn't think he was gonna. Die and then once the first thing you first see, thing you see is died two thousand three. It was uh what nineteen seventy seven to two thousand three. Yeah, was his like caption. Mm. Just just to make sure you immediately know. Okay, there's no shock. There's no twist. Mm. We're just gonna watch this unfold. Yeah, but not like in a oh god way. Just gonna watch scenes from a life. Yeah. Hmm. So if you watch, you can do like a quick synopsis. Could you? It's hard to really. It's just about his work. He was he this guy. This guy lived with bears during the summertime till Septemberish every year for thirteen years. And documented it. Yeah. For the last five years. Yeah. And very um, very very up close video footage of bears. Yeah. And ridiculously close. Interviews with people that knew him. One of his girlfriends. Uh, yeah. Um, and Someone who knew the body. Well, the, the remains of the body. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was thinking they were going to show us the audio. Ah, we'll get to that in a bit. But that was quite... I, w- I, was, I didn't really want to hear it. But it felt like it was going to happen and I was getting worried. And then... This kind of sick pit of your stomach. Yeah. Morbidity coming up. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they. So it's the the audio, but no video because there's lens cap on. Yeah. Of the last recording of him and his girlfriend of the time, as the bear attacks them. Yeah. Um, to which we hear we watch Werner listen to it. So was he recording it already, and then they got attacked, or? He just recorded it. Someone, one of them set it up hmm. to record because it was obviously there's something there. Better to have something to live to. Hmm. Like a document rather than just to go out and that's it. Yeah. Someone thought ahead in some way. But yeah, the, so with that, with the, with the, uh, the, the sound element of that part, yeah. people have listened to that part and tried to rank the noise up as high as possible to see if they can actually hear it. 
Oh, really? Yeah. No? Nothing. Nothing. No. I mean, it doesn't help that, uh, we, that it's in someone's living room and there's waves lashing around at the end as well, so that's going to cover up a lot of it. Yeah. But I think you might make out like a... kind of scream, but that's about yeah. it. And it's, it's not ever been... He tells the, the woman to destroy yeah. the tape. But how long was it since... How long has she been holding on to it? Uh, presumably, because uh, the guy from Elfie Air Hire, is that LG Air Hire, that guy, right. says last last winter this happened, yeah, this was thing, so that puts it into they were filming around 2004, right. or maybe early 2005 as well, so only a year Okay. we're talking here. Yeah. Because I think this was a 2005-2006 made doc. Mm. So... Yeah, it's not too long, so it would have been very quick. So she's, you know, obviously the authorities had that, listened to it, and then gave it to her. Yeah. And along with the wristwatch, which was an awkward sequence, that one. Yeah. Kind of overacted. Yeah, the guy handing it to her dum, dum. kind of felt like he, he didn't know what he was doing. He was, he, but it was because it was he was the same guy who was doing the uh, discussion about the body. Who was the mortuary. Oh, right, yeah. The mortuary. Yeah, guy. he... Mr. Morg. I didn't realise, actually. Yeah, well, the same. sometimes he's in a suit, sometimes he's yeah, in... Yeah, when he's in the mortuary... Standing next to a body that's been covered up. He looked very, sort of, leaning towards the camera with these wide eyes well, as he's, he was he's, telling the story. His eyes glisten, yeah. like he's acting this part. Yeah. He's, he's kind of putting as well earlier, because talk, talk, they talk to the uh, this actor friend mm. early on, and they make mention that he's an actor in the uh, caption. Yeah. And he's giving a performance-style interview here shot mm. as well so it's, with this kind of superficiality to everyone I mean yeah. it's inherent with Timothy Treadwell he's yeah. always acting he's never yeah. really himself himself very much so it just feels this kind of this veneer of something that's not quite real mm. throughout I was wondering has um, uh, what is his name from uh, Woody Harrelson has Woody Harrelson ever spoke about because they mentioned how they mentioned, he, yeah, so, so, he came uh, second. Timothy Treadwell is this you know simple, nice guy who may have some demons, who goes to Los Angeles, who supposedly comes in second in the auditions for the uh, replacement bartender role when Coach dies in Cheers. Hmm. And Woody, of course, is the yeah. guy who takes it. Which means there's a big what if. if yeah. If Timothy got the role and suddenly Woody House is out there smoking weed with bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was interesting because I'd never heard that before, and I was just sure you've not heard much of yeah. this as a whole. Um, it's a whole new world. Yeah, <laughs> But I was just yeah, I was wondering if he's ever been asked about it. Maybe, like maybe he was asked on Reddit, and he only wanted to talk about Rampart. That's a reference <laughs> to the Rampart. Ask me anything, where he would ask answer anything as long as it's about Rampart, nothing else. <laughs> so he did not understand the concept of ask me anything. <laughs> Now you see me too on Blu-ray, DVD, and 4K HD soon. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but um, yeah, this has just sent me in a really strange mood. Mm. I don't quite know what to say. There's so much beauty. Yeah. In this film, the 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 level of detail that you get on some of these bears when you just see them. Even when they're fighting, there's yeah. still these big adorable things. You, you're kind of... It's hard to think, yeah. I mean, you're ripping off someone, one of the bear's ears. But 
is still really kind of got this weird, cute look to it. I was sort of wanting a bit more discussion on uh, Timothy and his sort of mentality, but I, I guess it's sort of hard to do that. It's hard to do that with the footage you've got. Yeah. You can't really seep that into it because he was not putting, but, putting um, things on. He was interviewed for David Letterman. You mentioned I was I was sort of surprised that they didn't put that sort of stuff in there to show what his what his um could have been persona, a right maybe yeah, but to show sort of what his persona to the public. I mean, I know the um he's he does it anyway in his videos himself. Yeah, but we see sort of different takes. Hmm. So it would be it would be interesting to see what it would have been like on David Letterman. I think that's probably what YouTube's for nowadays. Yeah. To dig in deeper, a documentary is your starting point for research. Mm. So that's how it goes. Yeah, no, I'm probably going to go home and look deeper into this. But yeah, it's it's a strange one. It's definitely one of the. It's definitely very different from all the others that we've watched. Oh yeah, so far. <laughs> this is a U-turn in that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Uh, there's, but there's some stuff in here. I mean, there is this this, this whole element of. You know, Timothy Treadwell with these foxes, looking after these foxes, hanging yeah. out with foxes and these bears, loving them, trying to be them, and he's there with the corpse of one of the young foxes. Mm. And, you know, Herzog makes the acceptance that this guy wants just hope, you know, peace and harmony in the universe. But do, when do you write... the universe is made up of no, but, but chaos... No, Herzog believes the other, yeah. other side. The universe is made, made up, up of chaos, hostility and murder. I can't do it. <laughs> got to murder on hand. I am Werner Herzog. You may remember me from various things like Lord of the Rings about chaos, hostility, and murder. It's really hard. It's Werner Herzog. The um the bear names were quite fun. I wonder how he came up with those. Mr. Chocolate. Mr. Chocolate. It's rowdy. Yeah. Ollie. Rowdy and um the Grinchy was it? There's Grinchy. Grinchy there was Downy. Was, was Grinchy the one that killed him? No, Bear Is 141 it? was the one that killed But did he not give that name Grinchy? We don't know. Oh, right. We don't know which one was the bear. Okay, right. We, don't, we know it's Bear 141 that, yeah. that killed. Yeah. We don't know which one that was in terms of the footage. That's a big mystery. But yeah, there's also um, the fight between Sergeant Brown and Mickey. Remember that? Yep. For, um, they're fighting over Saturn. Saturn? Oh, yes. Yep. The Michelle Pfeiffer of Bear. <laughs> Which Sergeant uh, Which was... Sergeant Brown shits halfway through the yeah. fight. Just, just unloads. I mean, it was an incredible fight. And then for him to shit, it was just like... Oh, Jesus. This is, that's not the only bear poo we get to see in this film, is it? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. When he, I thought he was just like hovering his hand no, over it No, he puts his first. hand all over this bear yeah. poo. At first, I thought it was just him going, look, it feels, it feels so warm, warm and I, my hand's not even touching it. And yeah. then it's just like... Yeah, it's just like, splat into it. Oh. Because he says, it was inside of her. <laughs> yeah. He's desperate. To, that's... Yeah. I mean, there's a limit. I was waiting for him to, like, after that, Fuck just to have his oh. his hand on his, like, his mouth or his chin. He just does you know, this kind of Just, joke. like, forget that where his hand had been or not even care. <laughs> if this was a 90s gross-out comedy. <laughs> yeah. My name is Timothy Treadwell. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> do, do, do. Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> oh my god! Charlie Knoxville's just in the background. Going, oh, shit, we we can't <laughs> use this. 
Steve, uh, watch it. this. <laughs> I'll give it oh. a burner. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, if Johnny Knox from Werner Herzog were united, that would be... What a film that would be. No, they do, reun- they, they do unite, but um, it's just... Werner gets Hello, the... Hello, I'm Werner Herzog, and welcome to Jackass. <laughs> Werner gets the cutting room uh, floor footage he just sucks that up they can't the use. And he's like, I can use this. <laughs> To darker side of Jackass. Well, actually, I guess Spike Jones is kind of like Johnny Knoxville's Werner Herzog. <laughs> yeah, I, he is the link. I think I've still not seen a, a Spike Jones film. They are on the horizon, so wait, any of them? None Where the wild of them. things are? Nope. Uh, no. Uh, well, the wild things are in a uh, peninsula. Yeah. In no, Spike Alaska. Jones, nope. Um, in the grizzly maze. Because. Um, he was always very against Tarantino. He is always very against Tarantino. I love him even more. And so I was always because like, yeah, Spike Jones has original ideas and plays with original concepts and original visuals. Tarantino uses the N word, which apparently you can't do unless you're Spike Jones. Spike Jones uses the N word a lot. Really? Oh my goodness! Does he? And he, and now he is like yeah. Have you not seen uh, N word her? Which uh. <laughs> Wacking Phoenix gets a uh, an app a phone with a special. Did Spike Jones do her? I don't know. Did Spike Jones do her? I don't know the gossip. Yes, he won did. an Oscar for her. Why did I think that wasn't Spike Jones? Because it's his worst film. Then I have seen one Spike Jones. Yes, film. you have. Did he? He did the old boy. Spike Lee. Ah, oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Spike Lee. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my. sorry. No, we're not going to stop right now. Sorry. Hold on a second, Spike Lee. Yeah, if Spike Lee confused me with Spike. <laughs> oh, Spike Lee is the one whose films I've not seen. Spike, Spike Jones, Jones is yeah. do the right thing. That do the right be. thing I've not seen, but um, I've seen her. I think I've seen a couple more of his, maybe, maybe not. But definitely her. I absolutely loved her. Well, you're wrong. That's not a good film. But it had Joaquin Phoenix. It doesn't make it a good... In fact, that kind of makes it a bad <laughs> film automatically. You've got to step up a really high bar to make that good. Screw you. Wacky. Walk the Line is an un- underappreciated gem. Screw you. Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story is an underappreciated gem. Walk the Line is a pile of crap which somehow won Oscars. Where's Walk Hard's Oscar? <laughs> walk... I, I agree that Walk the Line... Um, Cox and Little Nucksack should have won. Reese Witherspoon shouldn't have won the Oscar. Joaquin Phoenix should have. No. Yeah. No one should win an Oscar for Walk the Line. I should have won an Oscar for Sing Through It. But, (laughs) yeah. My acting like I gave a crap. I'm reading the biography at the moment of Johnny Cash. Wow. And um, his his dad isn't as bad as he is in the film. Well, good dad. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. His dad's like a drunkard who hates Johnny and Johnny hates him. Yeah. But the book, he's a very, he's a family man. He's devoted to his family, working constantly. Where's the the human drama if there's no daddy issues? And once Jack died, he gave up the drink straight away, according to to the The day after or like the day of? Well, probably day I guess he missed his drink that day because he was obviously having yeah. to look after his family and like you know the whole bit where he's like uh, I have to remember all the line now finds, okay, <laughs> you know the bit where he finds Johnny and he's like where you been where you been son yeah 
And he's like, he's saying like, you, you killed him. But that's not how it happened. He they was saying a motion picture has lied to us about human Apparently history. Apparently so. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to watch Walk the Line the right way. Maybe Grizzly Man's a lie. I can't trust any film. Do you think he's alive all this time? I think he's alive in Werner's basement. <laughs> <laughs> that last stay down here. We must never know. <laughs> that last bear was actually Timothy. He'd he'd finally become one. Because <laughs> <laughs> after all those girlfriends, he's been single for so long that he just became a bear. Yeah, yeah. And now he's hunted well, he, by he John wanted, C. Riley. He wanted to what was it? Merge with the bear? That's not the right word. But they mentioned at some point in the film that uh, he'd written a letter to what someone saying that he wanted to basically become a bear yeah and like merge that's not but you know merge with a bear in layman's terms Be- or in become one to- with yeah them. and so maybe that's what happened maybe he's finally and he just he killed someone else and left their body parts who knows who does know what I do know is the pilot who comes to find the body you know it's what he was doing while they were scattering the ashes what and it's the first thing he does when they're scattering the ashes at the end yeah. He picks up some grass from the ground and puts it in his mouth. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's a real so hazy kind of thing. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Are you doing that for the camera? Are you just I bored? See, I didn't see him pick it up. I saw him chewing it. I was like, okay. <laughs> just like, you know. I just, I just thought that was part of him. <laughs> yeah, he merged with grass. <laughs> yeah. Everyone merges with nature. That's what happens. The glaciers, you know? The glaciers. <laughs> the flies. Flies. In this film. The flies are... From the guy landing yeah. until the end of it, the flies are just buzzing around everywhere. <laughs> we had it in the 5.1, so you've got that great mix of... Yeah. <laughs> throughout. A couple of, uh, um, you know, dare to walk on the screen. Yeah, they do. Not Bonds. too often. They hit the lens, they just hang yeah. around, they pop up and they pop down again. Yeah. It's like the uh, DVD menu for happiness the other week. <laughs> it all links in, you oh see. Oh my goodness. The end of this movie... Timothy Treadwell finds happiness because he just walks into a room full of bears and says, I came. <laughs> <laughs> the Gulliver's Travels restaurant, guys. Yes. So, Gulliver's Timothy, well, he... he's in Los Angeles, I assume, at this point? Yeah, I assume so. That? I mean, only Los Angeles would have Gulliver's that, Travels. Exactly. He and this uh, this woman who founds grizzlypeople.com, yeah. where, who has his ashes recording and the wristwatch, yeah. They are working at the tra- Gulliver's Travels restaurant. He is a young knave, and she's this wench, this yep. English wench. She has a lovely anecdote about that time she nearly killed a family. She almost <laughs> scored an entire restaurant by burning the soup and making it explode. I love the way she told it. It was just like, oh, they wanted a big show, so I gave them a big fucking show. But it's just, why is this a five-minute anecdote with this film about the Gulliver's Travels restaurant? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have? What kind of restaurant would you want to have? What, if you had the theme of a story or anything, what? What's the I always say there should be um, Jack Rabbit Slims. I don't know why that doesn't exist. Because that's not really. It's like a wax museum with a pulse. Why doesn't it exist? It probably would have existed back in the seventies. I can imagine that existing as like a fifties throwback when Happy Days was popular. Or yeah, on but show. especially after Pulp Fiction, like it's a big hit, you know. You'd think by now... But everyone's going to go there, and then they're going to come back home, and they're going to overdose. Yeah, but we've got Bubba Gumps. Why can't yeah, we have a Jackrabbit Slims? Which would you rather, Bubba Gumps or Jackrabbit Slims? Well, I don't like shrimp, so I go for the one that actually says Thank who you. I can eat. See? See? Plus also, you know, I, I don't mind Steve Buscemi being my server. Exactly, you'd also have that. But I'm not. I'm concerned about the pricing of their milkshakes. 
feel like you know they don't they, even put bourbon in it or nothing. Exactly, it's just overcharged, and I feel but I've a bit questionable a, about the term Amos and Andy being. I have heard it's a pretty damn good milkshake. What about a burger? Would you like a tasty burger at some point? <laughs> you not go for a nice fast food any nutritious, nutritious breakfast. What drink would you serve with it? Sprite. Yeah, always gonna go with Sprite. <laughs> Are you happy? Yeah, I'm I trying am. to fulfil everything you need. I'm excited. We've talked Johnny Cash, Walk the Line, and Pulp Fiction. Yes. And her. Zog. No, <laughs> 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 oh. come on. That was, <laughs> that was that kind was of good. the best thing that will ever happen <laughs> in this podcast. But um, but no, that was yeah, that was. I'm still, even though we are talking like this, I'm still in a, that strange mood mm. after seeing this. It's yeah, it's definitely um one in my favourites list now. What do you feel about Verna's approach to? I like the it. World and it's it's occasionally personal, but not too personal. Mm. So, like, you'll give his opinion, but it, it's like, it feels like you don't have to have that same opinion. He's just, here's my two cents. You right. Know? But He's he, not making it a biased piece. Yeah. He uh, he presents it in a very unbiased way. But he does expect you to know something about him as well. Yeah. In some ways. He mentions, you know, shooting in the jungle and how tough that is. Yeah. And how that is for Sanato. Yeah. Which, um, obviously, if you know anything about the uh, making of Fitzcarraldo... Is that, well, that's one of his, right? That's one yeah. of his, him and Kinski. Is that a coming soon? And I've, I've never seen the film. I've got it on my uh, TiVo box in high definition, waiting to watch at some point. It is, mm-hmm. you know, almost three hours long. Oh, wow. It's a tough one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, him, Klaus Kinski, in the Amazon, with a bunch of extras, pushing a, actually pushing a boat up a, a, a hill, a, route, a mountain. See, I know Klaus him. Klaus Kinski asked if some of the natives would kill Werner Herzog. And then they came over to Herzog and said, he's asked us to do this. Do you want us to kill him instead? <laughs> and then Herzog decided not to say yes because <laughs> Herzog seems to be a nice human being who is just a hint closer to madness than anyone else but can see much more, perceive much more than most people. So I am under the impression that he is a documentary maker. Hmm, okay. But... I am also aware that he's done films that aren't documentaries, but I feel like they wouldn't feel like films. They would feel still like documentaries in the way that he does it. That's interesting. Certainly not. Not in the case of, no. If you've watched Bad Lieutenant Paul of Call New Orleans. Jesus, I forgot he did that. Yeah. Yeah, then I I have seen one of his. That is absolutely not anywhere close to reality. Yeah. Shoot him again. (laughs) His soul was dancing. Man, I forgot he did that. It's uh, still need to a see the, job. the original of that. Not really an original. It's not kind of a sequel. It's not like a thing. It's just, hey, look, here's another case of crazed people. It just happens to be under the same bracket title. All right. It's not a franchise. No, I didn't think it was, but I didn't. I didn't think it was a remake either. But I just, I know. Just a strangely titled film, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, in that case, it's even better because it's got that strange title to it, and it's got a hint of maybe we are, or maybe we're not 
Harvey mm. Keitel sequel. We don't know. We're never going to outwardly do it, but we're not. But we're not, are we? Or we don't know. But yeah, I do need to see the the um, Harvey Keitel one. You do need to see, see the wanking in a car with nuns. That's the film title. <laughs> it was yeah. Then they decided, you know what, we're going to save that title for H one, and they really changed it to riding in cars with boys. So they kind of kept it safe. It's a bit disappointing, really. Spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> Every time, yeah, every, every time. Is it at least at least once an episode? Well, no, we did not last episode. Not last week, right? But, we should uh, re-record that one. Oh gosh! <laughs> just yeah, when shut up, spotlight. Yeah, when you when you were editing, just like phone spotlight. Oh god, no! What did you do? Better eat spotlight. <laughs> Don't. Well, there we go. We got it written down. <laughs> Suddenly, spotlight. Suddenly, spotlight. <laughs> Is raping the children. Oh gosh, that was bad. <laughs> but would you consider how Werner approaches this, and thus you've now you've seen the narrative film? Mm. Would you consider him to be perceptive or really focused in trying to get into a story or get into a concept, or does do you just think? Of him philosophizing. I mean, you know his yeah. stuff. When he, he does interviews, he'll do videos and discuss things. Yeah, I'd say he's more f- philosophizing here. Mm. He's sort of laying it all out for you, but um, doesn't explore too deeply the, s- the main story. Like, he does dip into it with the Gullivers and he interviews the parents and whatnot. Mm. But it could it could have been a much more straightforward documentary yeah. you know um, a bit of mystery his, maybe yeah starting with the beginning and how he grew up but that sort of comes up towards the middle yeah or towards the end really like yeah about now and it's not it's not delved into as deeply as other documentaries would have yeah they would give you a setting and then let it play out yeah this is are there any more documentaries on him I don't know. I don't look into that because why would you? I, I? I don't need another documentary on this guy. Mm. I feel like this is enough to draw some conclusions and consider yeah. more rather than hey, look, here's this, here's that. That's why I love him. I mean, I mean, people because of this film, I notice a lot of people do this deal with Werner Herzog as someone who doesn't. He's kind of like this averse to nature type person because of this film. And I feel like they they probably have misremembered Grizzly Man quite yeah. a lot because. I mean, he outwardly said, you know, uh, when he was doing Fitzcarraldo, he was talking about the screams of the animals in pain in the jungle, mm. his nature. But yeah, obviously that's him after five months of insanity living <laughs> in the place. But that, and you know, he's got, he had encounters at the end of the world where he travelled to the vast distances of the Arctic mm. to explore and really get to grips with that. The idea of him not, you know, not being a fan of nature... Yeah, he's, no, I didn't get that. He's someone who kind of, I think he takes pride in what has existed before and what can exist. Yeah, evolution, humanity's footprint, but certainly what was before humanity's footprint and what we can lead to afterwards if we cared. I always feel like he's. Mm. I feel like he's an optimist, a real you know optimistic kind yeah. of guy, but with this intonation of. It's not even pessimism, it's just a darker intonation because that's the way he is. Yeah, I mean, because um, Timothy... Trevor. 
Sorry? Treadwell. Treadwell, yeah. Um, he he was very much optimistic, but in the wrong way, I I found. think he was mis- misguided. misguided, yeah. He was blinded. Yeah. By one particular love that he doesn't really see beyond that to the bigger picture the entire time. Yeah. That's why, I mean, which makes sense. Aesthetically, he's got a lot of close-ups of bears in this mm. film. He doesn't really have close... He doesn't... And when you try and look at the mountains behind, you can't really see it because it's shaky cam or it's all focused on a bear. I think it kind of says a lot about Timothy as well mm. in that he's just... It's this one thing. I don't care about the rest of this picture. This is all I care about. Mm. I think that that says quite a lot. That's why he died doing this rather than, say, you know, other people who die on a trip, on a camping trip or an expedition in nature just because of nature he died specifically, specifically because he wanted to be you know right next to a bear mm. his entire life and um i do like the way in which it covers the death mm. sh- almost straight away yeah because now i'm just thinking of a uh, senna you know they right yeah so that one sort of led up to it mm. i remember seeing that not knowing where it was going to go and same it was very much it was. It felt much more like a movie. Yeah, they make that into a big. This is a, uh, a. This is a piece. Yeah. Rather than a movie, uh, I haven't seen Amy, but I'm assuming yeah. that they keep the uh, twist of that one quite secret until like the third reel, the third act. Yeah, I think so. It's like, is she going to make it or not? And then suddenly, it's like, um, oh, she's dead. Well, Spoiler alert for Amy, by the way. No, I don't. They didn't like keep it a secret per se. It was already. It was always there in the. In the general thing, but <laughs> thanks for playing along. <laughs> well, no, I thought maybe you know they could have done it. They could have easily tried to do it as, as in, a will. What will happen? <laughs> is she still alive or not? Yeah. Or whatever happened to Amy? Oh, she died. Do you remember? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, same thing with uh, this is it, the Michael Jackson documentary. Oh yeah, yeah. It turns no, out I'm still know. wondering. Yeah. You're watching this for like an hour and a half of him dancing and then suddenly it's like five minutes of an <laughs> helicopter outside a mansion. I just keep refreshing uh, the O2, waiting. Waiting for those tickets to, to come back on. It's taken a while for him to come back. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. He's just perfecting the show. He's perfecting the show. Perfecting the show. What I love is pure perfection in life. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm aiming for with this podcast, is perfection. <laughs> I didn't say perfection. <laughs> she did say did not. She did say perfection. Did not. We have, we have a recording I'm of professional. it. professional. And we can play it back. Do you want me to hear the recording right now? <laughs> ah! Oh, it's a bear! Oh, oh shit, sorry. That's... <laughs> oh, that's cool. Fair the Hedgehog's mixtape number two. <laughs> now this is what I call bear murders. <laughs> Sorry, we got too serious for a long time. We have to. Yeah. We were pondering life and humanity and <laughs> movies and cinema. That was boring. This. I was thinking as we were chatting away. It's like, like, this is the most artsy episode. Right, yeah. We're totally Kerman Mayo. <laughs> I'm Mayo. <laughs> I didn't read Kermit. I wish I was Kermit. Oh. Don't we all wish we were Kermit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the best thing in the world. He's the nicest human ever made. I think beloved by billions. Yeah. The, the movie, the TV show Billions. <laughs> He's coming on for a second season. He's going to replace Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul Giamatti wants to do some film criticism instead. 
Oh, I love going to my mom. Make me miss my mom and dad. That's one of the things um, I know of. I knew of Werner Herzog going into this. Is he's a big fan of Paul Schumacher? Is that uh, him and Kermode are quite close? Aren't they? They are. Really? You must know that. I don't know this stuff. Yeah, they were. Um, uh, I don't read. Herzog got shot uh, while being interviewed by yeah. Kermode. Oh, was it Kermode interviewed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Kermode brings that up whenever, whenever Herzog's got a film out or whenever the discussion of Herzog is on the show. He just heard, hears the word her and he's like, oh, did you hear about this? Really? <laughs> he does like his anecdotes. His one anecdote. No, no, he has a few. No, I mean, one anecdote about Herzog. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like, well, you know what, move on. You know what else he's done? He's eating a shoe. So, you know. Herzog? Yeah. Uh, what, what did he eat shoe for? I think he's mentioned that before, but I can't uh, Edward Morris had a documentary or a film after The Thin Blue Line. Right. In which uh, it was taking a long while to shoot and film and edit. And Herzog says, you know, this film will never come out. If it ever comes out, I'm going to eat my shoe. The film came out. And did he actually eat his shoe? It's a short film. In which you get the backstory and you get to watch him cook, get the shoe ready and then eat the shoe. See, Camo did a similar thing where he said, um, if I ever find a... Yeah, I think it was. If I ever find a 3D film that I'll like... And then he saw Gravity. It took him that long to see a good 3D movie? Yeah. Drive Angry 3D, goddammit. Coming soon. I quite liked Gravity in 3D. That was one of the few... No, the good thing about Gravity was it's 3D. The bad thing about Gravity was Gravity. (laughs) Or the lack of. The film itself, the writing. The writing is atrocious in that film. Mm. That film can go fuck itself because it's smug. Yeah, if it wasn't um, a big spectacle. (laughs) Like, if I hadn't seen it in the IMAX, I don't think I would have... I only saw it in regular 3D and I thought, yeah, no. I don't own it in 3D. Why would I want to own it in the yeah. first place? It's a problem. There are films I own in 3D just for 3D, but uh, that one, certainly not. I'm looking at The Walk right now and I'm thinking, well, no, I like that film as a film as well, so that's not really I did. There. That was one I saw in IMAX. There, there are certain films I need to see in IMAX before I, you know, as a Before you fall into a camp of bears. Because my first, my first IMAX experience was um, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Uh-huh. And that was the first time I'd ever felt like I was going to fall down the screen. Yeah, well, I know Tom Cruise gives me that kind of fainting gasp every time I see him as well. He's so handsome. He is. And he can salute Elron Hubbard with the best of them. He is so... <laughs> he he gives it his, he gives everything 110%, especially saluting Elron Hubbard while holding a massive medal around his neck. Who's Elron Hubbard? The creator of Dianetics and thus Scientology. Oh. <laughs> you've seen... You mean... Going Clear. Right? No. Alex Gibney's wonderful documentary based on the book Going Clear no. about Scientology that gets into the... There was another documentary <coughs> mentioned as well, uh, Thin Blue Line. Yeah. Will they be coming soon? I don't I really care mine. for the Thin Blue Line myself. I mean, I can see why everyone loves it as what it did to documentaries in that time. But it's not something I've ever cared for. I think it's just kind of like... It's like things like Making a Murderer. And cereal. It's like, all oh, these yes. things that people kind of get their head around. Because, oh, it's a, it's a murder mystery. What's going to happen? It's just, oh, it's boring. Making a murderer. That, I, I loved making a murderer and watching it. But now it's like, apparently there's going to be a second season. Yeah. But I'm going to know most of the shit that's gone down. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether I'm going to even bother. Because they've just announced some Something news. Something else yeah. happened. We don't want to tell the news. Because obviously that's weeks ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't remember it because it was weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. But some, Thank something you. happened and it wasn't it's last like... night. No, of course not. I was um, in a pub with all the fans of that show who were screaming, "What? What?" When it happened, it was a bit, bit of a moment. But it's... Yeah, I could tell when I was downing a pint, watching everyone go crazy <laughs> and going, "What the fuck is wrong with people?" But yeah, it's going to be What's hard the for them to. The people. It's going to make make the second season very hard for people to. Well, watch when it. they get Colin Farrell and Taylor Kitsch and Rachel McAdams involved, it's going to be fine. I think it's great <laughs> to have a change of cast. Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst will pop up, you know. <laughs> Be really interesting. Set in a different time, a little bit earlier than the first series. Kind of give it a kind of a playful aspect to it. Maybe I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I wonder if the second maybe series... Gargoyle will appear. I wonder if the second series has a um has a date set because surely they can't really do it until they have an end point. So like, what if they have to have to release it at a certain date and then like. A week after the deadline, more shit happens, and like the big, you know, the, the big event which will be his release, which I'm assuming is probably gonna happen unless he dies before it. It might take ages, but I think he'll probably get released. Like, so what if that happens after they've just done the second season? That's gonna be fucking annoying. Christmas special. So is it like Marco Polo, <laughs> Thousand Eyes' origin story? It's just the same thing. So will it be like, oh, um. Ho, ho, Merry we're, Christmas, we're, making a murderer's back. We're doing the second season, but we're not giving it to you until it's happened. Possibly, or, yeah. you know, who cares? Because <laughs> why are we talking about this fucking show? I thought I was in control of this podcast. I didn't realise we have to talk about a show. <laughs> you were in control, and then I thought her walked the line. I'm a bad host. Pulp fiction. I bring what a hurt song this? to you, and you bring this to me. Shall we talk 24 now? <laughs> oh my god. That's coming what back in February. <laughs> oh my god. Do you want to ask me the question and get this over with? <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to know what you have to say anymore because I'm worried you're going to lead it down another dark alleyway. <laughs> Johnny, do you want yeah. to go stay with some bears? <laughs> Bear and Steen or otherwise? Bear and Steen or what? The Hair Bear Bunch, were they a thing for you? <laughs> the Hair Bear Bunch? Yeah, Hanna-Barbera is the Hair Bear Bunch. They're a bunch of they're bears at the zoo who had crazy hairstyles and jumped on a uh, invisible motorbike. Wait, are you actually being 100%. serious? Seriously? Yeah. I thought you were trying riffing, riffing no. on the Care Bears. No, no, it was called the Hair, hair Bear Bears. Bunch. Hair the Hair Bear Bunch. bunch. Right. Yeah, no. It's from my childhood. I say that not because I was from the seventies, but because they would repeat like Wacky Races from Flintstones. I did. I did like Wacky Races. Of course you did, because Wacky Races was amazing. I've got every episode. In this and episode. Caveman. Did you ever watch Caveman? No, I watched Captain, Captain Caveman. Caveman. That, was it. that was it, Captain and Caveman. I just remember the Caveman. The Captain bit. and the Caveman. <laughs> Johnny. Yeah. Are you mad about this movie? No. Or are you? movie mad I am movie mad but not as movie mad as I have been right on the no Con Air is what you're saying it's no Con Air it's no Little Shop it's, it's... if there were songs and John Malkovich would you love Grizzly Man <laughs> maybe Grizzly Man no I do Grizzly love Man's it Grizzly Man's a horror I do love it but it just doesn't it doesn't fit the movie mad idea oh you're saying apples and oranges situation now yeah oh, fuck off that's why we've got this everything can be categorised Right, I'm top I'm, ten. I'm, clickbait. 
I'm uh, I'm artsy movie mad for this. Oh, that's a wanky term. <laughs> no, it's been a bit of a wanky episode. <laughs> I was saying except for, someone had a lot of pleasure except, to their self. For, except for the cash talk and the, the Pulp Fiction talk and the brief 24 talk. Bring Jack Bauer back. Mm, just kill him. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Eugene Bring him back and just kill him. Yeah, no, seriously. Sorry, what if what if, what if he came back and his last lines were, just shoot me? And then, okay, hear me out here, David Spade comes on and just shoots him. <laughs> I don't know. They mind. <laughs> they need to bring him back, and they need and to kill him. And then George Segal comes up as well and says, "You know, why did you do that? You're fired." And it's the final finale of Just Shoot Me. It'll be great. Secret finale. He has been through eight seasons, one miniseries, and a TV movie of pain and torment and torture. He needs to just go to probably hell, but just just not have to suffer on this planet anymore because they can't keep him alive and have him retire and go to like the Bahamas or whatnot and then the next season they'll have a new new person oh we've got a new threat a new nuclear bomb and you're just there the whole time thinking well Jack Bauer just just call him in he's still alive just call him in (laughs) and then you have like a split screenshot of him there laying on a beach top with sunglasses (laughs) on having a a mojito yeah I could get used to this (laughs) God damn it! Someone just walks by, he high-fives them, and then he breaks their wrists as he high-fives them, and there's, you know, Where's the drinks? Where's the drinks, god damn it! And then they open up the bar, and they have a party. He's late for the party, he does karaoke. I hate you so much right now! I got excited when they brought it back, because it was 12 episodes instead of 24, mm. and I thought that they were finally going to start listening to him. And that's why it was going to be 12 episodes, but then they just jumped 12 hours. Oh, it wasn't like 12 episodes because he gets killed halfway through. How good would that be? Suddenly, oh, that's why it's 12 episodes, because it's ended. I remember hearing one thing where someone, one of the creators was saying they would have loved to just kill him in a really unceremonious way. Like, just he crosses the street and gets hit by a car. And meet Joe Black. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's just on the toilet. When just shits out his intestines. He's on the plane toilet and then the vacuum comes through and Zach says wrecked him out. This has been the most satisfying episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's think of other ways we can kill Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Dangle Donald Sutherland out in front to get him to go out and then just take a shot at him. <laughs> With a spade. David Spade. Thank um, you. Thank you very much. We um we haven't well, I don't know. Do you have an idea of what you're introducing me to next week? Uh, no, that's a good thing. You never Do you want know. to have a think and make a decision now and then try and um, give me a hint? Or I think it'll be something... It'll be, be something. There we go. It'll be something <laughs> beloved. Something beloved. And be unseen by you. <laughs> well... <laughs> So, oh, I think I've got it now. God, I hope you get it. I hope you get it. It's not. It's not fame. I've I've not seen fame. And you're not going to live forever. That can be a com- <laughs> That can be a coming. You're scene. not going to know how to fly high. It's not going to be a coming scene. I've not seen fame. Either well, versions. We could see it because again. I want to watch fame. I avoided the remake. Why would I want to watch any of it? I don't know. <laughs> When we watch Disney's prom instead, that's just about as good, I bet. 
Disney Sport. From anyone remember that? From that was a film. New. Came out. It's like, oh, it's gonna be like a team-friendly thing. Rated U. It's like, oh, wh- what is it then? Oh, it's just like found footage. Prom-based Disney comedy. Yep, exactly. It's so tune in next week. Why the fuck is that there? <laughs> but we'll find out what it's like. It's not prom. <laughs> it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Could do that. Two. No, I Out have to the see shadows. No, I have to... wait. 3D. <laughs> Be off from Rocksteady on the big screen. <laughs> <laughs> Will Arnett or Will Aunt Arnett? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was proud of that one. I was proud of that one. Yeah, uh, we'll find out what happens next week when things come up. Who knows? Things are coming I, I up. know. <laughs> but uh, it'll be something, it'll be fun. It's always fun. No, it'll be a fun movie. All right. It'll be a beloved movie. And you will not like it at all. Okay. I guarantee. And you still don't know what it is, so you're going to have to. All right. I'm gonna. I'm determined to love it next week. <laughs> I've got a lot circling around my head that I can think that you will hate. <laughs> All right. Well, do your best. Okay. I'm probably gonna regret that, but do your best. <laughs> Everyone, tune in next week. Where we're gonna watch Suicide Squad. In <laughs> oh, <color. fuck. laughs> Which version of the seven versions that are apparently? Oh, out the there? beloved one, the one that everyone loves. <laughs> you know, the four stars from Empire one. Wow, four stars. Honestly. Oh, boy. Oh. Howdy. <laughs> Some people just shouldn't ever give their opinion because four stars for Suicide Squad is career Suicide Squad. Yeah, I would have accepted three stars. That's way too high. I would have accepted that from Empire. Oh, from Empire, yeah, sure. But four stars from Empire was just a bit... We love you, we want Wonder Woman on our cover. Do you think it'll be number one of their top ten movies of the year? (laughs) Well, they're going to do a top thousand movies of the year. Joint, joint with um, Batman vs Superman. No, the ultimate cut of Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. I still need to see that. There's a set that number two is reserved for just Batman vs Superman, two and a half hour version. And BFG. That'll be two and a half. Yeah. I think we know what Empire's up to. Five <laughs> <Fair> to <laughs> Sorry, sometimes you, when there's no one in frame, the stillness, the lack of anything is its own sadness and interesting element. As Herzog said, we're giving everyone a hint of Grizzly Man by staying out of shot and letting the world speak for itself. Anything to plug, Johnny? Uh, I'm on Twitter at movie underscore mad. Uh, and on Instagram at movie underscore mad. Can you tell very me different, very different things because you post a lot of new pictures on Instagram that you won't refuse to let me to show to me. That's why we have Snapchat. Oh my goodness! Um, well, you on Snapchat then? Don't tell me what you want on Snapchat because I will find you and I will hunt you down and I will kill you. Twitter for this show? Do you know? Yes, that? Twitter for the show. Are you movie underscore mad? Bingo! He knows it. It's also oh. the email address is are you movie mad at hotmail dot com. No underscore, please. And what about yourself? I'm just Ethan Runt. I'm Ethaning around, runting around on the Twitter. As you do. As well as I do. Not you. You don't do anything. I know. What do you do? What is your worth? What are you, what are you good for? 
Huh? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. <laughs> uh, why are we doing that? <laughs> what is wrong with both of us? Either of us, one of us, two of us, three of us, four of us? Everyone. What is wrong with everyone? Email us. Explain. <laughs> why? And what's the meaning of life? That is a good question. Can someone finally give us a little bit of a hint of a reason why? And what? And how? And who? And when? And where? The questions. Do you have a question? Um, just what's the meaning of life? That seems to be the same question you asked earlier. How I can I kill it. Jack Bauer? I've already answered that Send one. Send in well. your suggestions. I'm pretty good at answering these questions myself. <laughs> we don't need the audience to tell me that. We need, we need other ideas just to... You know what other ideas do? Other ideas create suicide squads. <laughs> <laughs> that still be relevant in a month and a half time when no one remembers that movie. But everyone remembers Slipknot. Everyone's favourite uh. character. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. We're going to go scatter his ashes now. We're going to find some grass, put it in our mouth, scatter his ashes and see what happens. Unprofessional. My phone's off. I had to check the email because I'm that unprofessional. I don't recall our email. It seems easy. Are you moved your mad at hotmail.com? Yeah. I got it. But you need to look at it. Next time. You looked next, at his phone. Next week I'll forget it again, though. That's the worst part of it all. This is all just a little bit of history repeating. And as we say that, we also have to say goodbye. Bye bye. 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 Last one. Bye. Last one. I give up. Word. Bye. 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 Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. Podnose.